This is John Walton, and you're listening to the Power Play Point Podcast with the Blue Lighter on Point and Anna Knox. Here's Wilson, and on the right side, Welcome once again to the Power Play Point Podcast. This is your host, the Blue Liner on Point. Oh, fuck it. I'm not, look, I'm not going to put on a happy face. I just, I just sat through. Uh, Shitty hockey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, just after four. Here in the DMV, this is the Blue Liner on Point. This is the Power Play Point podcast. Uh, you're a regular listener. You know who we are. Um, we're back to regular, the regular format. Last two weeks, we've been simulcasting with Sports on the Hill. So uh, we're back to the regular podcast format. We just sat through uh, an atrocious hockey game. I'm being very polite, I think, when I put it that way, against against the Sharks. Um more on that later, but uh, yeah, like I said, we're we're back to normal form. Mermaid is back, as you heard. Mm-hmm. Um, not happy, but I'm back. Not, <laughs> not happy, but uh, yeah, we're all back, and um, of course, uh, she's uh, back at her abode in in Centerville uh, house, back all in one piece. I think. Yes, full of a little bit of dust, but uh, we we spent the morning cleaning so that we can have a couple of people over and uh, watch the Super Bowl, which I really don't care about this year, but that's okay. <laughs> it's still, it's still, you know, well, I'll go watch it for the commercials. Now, here's the thing I don't get. This, I was just venting to this to my husband. Like, I don't understand how we live in a day and age where like everyone gets together and, you know, oh, how many billions of tons of, wings and pizza and and beer and whatever's consumed and it's like great i get it and people want to come around and they want to watch the commercials and i get it because there have been some brilliant ones out there but why do we live in a society right now where they're going to show all the freaking super bowl commercials like the week before so that when it comes to the game everyone's like oh yeah i already saw this oh yeah it was i somebody posted this it's like what the fuck people like why nobody can wait until the super bowl to to watch the commercials like and we all hate commercials which is why we all invested in so much of our time in netflix so we could just skip through shit but yeah uh, people have already seen just about every single commercial already like i, I don't get it i don't so, get it yeah so did something change or i mean i haven't sat through a whole super bowl in forever did mm-hmm. something change like Used to be that that companies would pay gazillions of dollars to get mm-hmm. their com- commercial on the Super Bowl. Oh, is yeah. that not the case anymore? Oh no, it, it it definitely is. The competition to try to get you know a spot for whether it's thirty seconds or you know if you're lucky to have it go longer, great. Um, but no, it's like people just you know they release it a couple of days early, or they'll or they'll like you know tease you with a portion of it. 
So it's like, okay, this celebrity is going to just, you know, show up in this commercial and, and here's his little, but it's like, why can't we, why can't we just wait? Why do we live in this world of like, everything has to be, you know, you know, I have to have it now. God forbid I have patience. And <laughs> it's, it's just so stupid. So I've, I've lucked out. I have I'm not a big TV watcher anyways. Um, stupid shows here and there. And then of course, like the sports end of it, but I've, I've avoided all of that. Hey, have you seen this commercial? My, this, no. Cause I'm going to watch it during Super Bowl when it's supposed to come out. <laughs> so stupid. I'm just cranky because of this game. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get it. I get it. It's, it's, it's really, really dumb to, I, I don't know I, that. Yeah. You're paying millions of dollars to get it on the Super Bowl and then you release it a few days early. No. Where, yeah. And then no, people that, get that, a hold of it and it, it, it's just stupid, you know, and it's like, I just, you know, all, all like I said before, everyone who wants to uh, Netflix, Hulu, whatever. And it's like, Oh, I could, you know, I don't have to sit through any commercials and then you're going to jump on and watch all the commercials before the Super Bowl because you can't, what? Just like, you know, come on. like it's supposed to be fun commercials. Like we're not sitting through, you know, boring, stupid ads, which there are plenty of them out there, but it's like, this is supposed to be fun. It's part, it's part of Super Bowl Sunday, but yeah, like people have already seen a bunch of them. It's like, <sighs> dumb. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So. I, I kind of figured this would be a, a real stinker. So if, if you're part of the Facebook page, I just put out a message that if, if you want to call in and vent, uh, since we're live at, again, it's, it's just after 4 PM Sunday evening, the, uh, Oh, happy Valentine's day and youth, youth hockey day, everybody, by the way, if you're, <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing, um, Valentine's day is Tuesday. Are you just saying it ahead of time? Uh, 14th. Yeah. It was the 12th. No. I'm oh, I'm mixing, I'm mixing up. I'm mixing up Valentine's Day and Lincoln's birthday. That's what I'm doing. Because those are two okay. things that go together. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Never mind. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah. Well, I mean, we're not on Tuesdays, so yeah, I am saying it ahead of time. So if you like conversation hearts and things like that, and really bad candy that's really bad for your innards, sure, why not? Yeah. Um, but, uh, That's yeah, it. we've, uh, yeah, I, I just put out a message. So if you want to, if you're, if you're, uh, listening, um, listening, a regular listener and a res regular visitor to our Facebook page, uh, um, we've, we've got the lines open. We can open up a line for you. Uh, other than that, yeah, it was, it was a short week, two games. They just came back from the all-star break, surprising win and then surprising loss. Mm -hmm. Um, from oh god i i don't know i i don't know which i don't know where to focus because both games had their good points and both games had their really really bad points mm -hmm. so i i guess we're just gonna kind of handle it all in one let's start with yesterday's game oh boy um look i i like that they got the win i like that they showed a lot of grit and they played great defensively. Mm -hmm. Number one team in the league, the runaway President's Trophy winner, and they held the Bruins to, what was it, 28 shots mm -hmm. by keeping the puck out of the middle of the zone for most of the game. Great job by the defense. Uh, great job by Darcy Kemper. Yeah. 
thought he had a fantastic game. Um, the offense, yeah, whole other story. When Garnett Hathaway, and no, you know, this is not to take away from him. Hathaway is a great player, but his job isn't to bail you out offensively. That's not what he's supposed to be doing. But when that's what he is doing, your offense is in trouble. And uh, like like uh, the Music Man, that kept, kept trouble with a capital T. I don't know that reference, but okay. Well, you you got to be like really ancient and or into musicals, and I'm both mm. to get that. So I'm one. I'm but not the other. But not the other. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, Hathaway's the one who got the winning goal. And uh, you got to, you you had to have seen it. You got to love, you get oh, yeah. to love the story. On his back. <laughs> Doing the, 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 the twirly, I, twirly, twirly. But here's my thing who's the a hole that shot a puck at his head? Did you see that? Like he, he was down. It's not like he put himself, I mean, he was down already. And then he just did that, like, holy shit, and the, you know, finger twirl and whatever. And if you watch one of the last frames, literally, you see, it wasn't, it wasn't shot at him. Well, it was directed towards him. That might have been, that might have been Swayman, who was kind of pissed off and understandably so that that passed him and just fired it. Sometimes goalies do that. So it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if that was Swayman who did that. Because it look, because you can see, like you know, at uh, the, the very, very end there, you, like before they broke away to uh, to commercial, Hathaway was just like, "What the fuck?" You know, like who 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 did that? Well, it, he was he was. Uh, I think what he was pissed about was that he was now when he was elbowed in the head just yeah. after he 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 put it, put the shot on net. That's what that's what he was yelling about, and he was, was he was trying to get, in that game. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, Bruins were being the Bruins; they were pulling a lot of shit in the game, and and yeah, but and, and that it that's what that's what got him in trouble in in the yeah. first few minutes. You know, the Caps were allowed to have a, a five on three, and that's what gave them, you know, the the initial lead. And you know, Backstrom Backstrom got the five on three goal, and then Hathaway gets what's it turns out to be the game winner. Of course, Boston wouldn't be denied. They pulled within two one and then uh, everybody just shut it down in the third and it was it was it was a good win it wasn't a good game um caps did the job defensively um their offense though i man they they need work they need help something awful and now um i i don't know what's going on with the top line i i don't know what's going on with the guys that are that have been, you know, regularly putting the puck in the net, but you know, I mean, today, who got who got the best scoring chances today? Right, Nicholas Obey Kubel. Yep, got one of the best like scoring chances. <laughs> yeah, nothing. I, and, and I, nothing. I, I want to see him do something because, again, I have him and I have Matt Irwin as two players that I'm like, I hear your name, I don't, I, I need to hear more. You know, like I, and I know totally, totally uh, different positions and everything. I, I know. I'm just saying that Co- uh, Obey Kubel is just, I don't want him to not be on the team, but I'm like, how so close, so close. Like, is he going to be one of these players that finally like, you know, breaks that streak of not getting goals. And then all of a sudden is like fantastic for the next, you know, 20 something games. I hope so. But I, I just don't know. 
And then I hear Matt Irwin's name all the time. And I'm like, I sometimes forget he's on the ice. And I hate that. Yeah, no, Irwin, Irwin I don't I, I don't think. No, I don't think. I know he will not be on the team next year. There's no way. Yeah. Unless unless he takes a severe discount and he's already at a discount. Um, Obey Kubel, I'm... I'm actually kind of sold on him. I like I like his game for mm-hmm. the most part, but he doesn't have enough talent to be a top line finisher. Right. And he he's creating chances, but he's not doing enough with them. And that's that's my problem with him. But I like his game overall, and I I don't know. I'm not. I, I would I wouldn't well, mind. I'm I I don't want to see him see him traded or something. I don't want to see him uh, benched or anything. I'm just saying I'm, I'm waiting for that one moment that I think he needs. And then it's, then it's going to click and it's going to be like, we're going to hear more consistently about, I think, I think it'll happen. Maybe. I hope so. Hopefully soon. I I think it will, but I'm I'm trying to be, boy, getting harder each week. I tell you, I'm I'm trying to stay optimistic, keep some sort of optimism. But the way these guys are playing, my God, um, well, all right. So we're going to briefly go over uh, the the summary, the the event of this game. Um, Sharks uh, two fifty four in, and that, this this I think told. How how the game was going to go? Uh, Svechnikov, um, assisted by I- I- Inspector Gadjevich, um, opened the scoring at two fifty four. Charlie Lindgren should have had this. He should have stopped mm-hmm. this. This is one that he had to have, and he let it hop over his glove. And it it, it was like I I don't know what he was doing. I don't know what he was looking at. He's playing a little deep in his net. Missed the shot entirely. I don't know what his excuse was, and to be fair, I think he's going to be the hardest on himself to his credit, but the way this game started, you should never, ever let something like that happen at, at close to the beginning of the game, and it, it dictated how it was going to go, and for the rest of the game, the Caps were chasing, and that, that's exactly what they ended up doing. Gave up another goal on the power play to fall behind in a 2 nothing hole. Then they woke up for all of about a minute. Um, when Kuznetsov uh, skated from center, took over and um, crashed the net. I haven't said that enough because it hasn't happened enough mm-hmm. and got, got his eighth. Uh, and as uh, Doug Lucerarian pointed out in the room chat during the game, uh, three even strength goals from uh, somebody who is supposed to be your number one center isn't cutting it. Right. And that's, yeah, that, that's saying something. But he gets his eighth, and uh, the defense. This is telling. Now, the 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 lone goal the Caps scored, and who are on the assist? The defense. And I think that's that's telling as to why the offense is drying up. And look, I'm just going to come out and say it. I've been thinking it and kind of mentioning it, mentioning it privately with Mrs. Blue Liner and maybe one or two of 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 my inner circle. And um, I'm just going to come out and say it right now. Uh, Peter Laviolette will not and should not be back as coach next year. I don't care what happens this year. He, he shouldn't be back as coach because it's becoming, unfortunately, more and more obvious by the minute 
that he doesn't know what to do with this lineup. He doesn't know what to do with this team. He doesn't know how to put them in a position to create scoring chances. And at the end of the day, that's what you have to do to win. They seem to have their defensive game down, but if you don't start putting the puck in the net, there is no way you can win. And guess what, boys and girls? The Caps need wins badly. Right now, they are hanging on by the skin of their fingernails to a playoff spot. And everybody in the flipping league has games in hand on hand on them. And that's starting to come to collect now that the break is over. I, you know, this is a really, really awful time for the offense to dry up. And look, I get that a good chunk of it, I won't say 100% of it, but a good chunk of it is John Carlson being out. I get that. And he drives the offense, a lot of it. But I don't think this coaching staff knows how to put this team in a position to create scoring chances consistently. And I don't know anybody left that is willing to make excuses for the coaches, except maybe the mainstream media. You know, I I have lost faith in the coaching staff, and, and it shows in that the the phrase blender line line blender as 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 it's actually called the line blender do a google search on line blender i guarantee you you comb through a little bit you will hit an article about the washington capitals and what they do and how how they've been playing i guarantee you and it just that kind of a tactic just smacks of well I don't know what I'm going to, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what I've got here. I am just going to take this plate of spaghetti, throw it against the wall, see what the hell sticks and eat that because it must be good. And I, I really think I'm, I'm just saying what most Caps fans are thinking. I'm just, I'm tired of the uncertainty. I am tired of the lack of chemistry. I am tired of skate to the blue line, dump it in, wait at the left circle, and nothing happens, and then turn it over. I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm tired of seeing it. And I don't know if they got to change up the power play or what, what it is they got to do, but they need to change something because the offensive scheme of this team has become totally predictable. And teams are just sitting around waiting for them to make that seventh or eighth pass that they do before shooting the damn puck. And then it gets turned over. Am I wrong here? Am I wrong or am I right? I mean, I hear you. I, I mean, I, I'm, I, yeah, I, I admit that I'm getting to the age where I am probably either going to need LASIK surgery, some sort of correction to my eyes that will make me see better. But I know what I'm seeing during these games. And what I'm seeing is not a team that is confident in itself in scoring goals, in going to the net. The one goal that was scored in this game was a guy going to the net. Literally. (laughs) Literally. Literally going to the net. And that's how he scored. And, and they got all of one, one goal that way. 
this whole game. You know how and the Sharks are one of the worst teams at not only holding a lead but keeping the puck out of the net. Mm-hmm. And they could only manage one, one lousy goal. And look, I I make I made a joke out of it on Twitter, but it doesn't bode well when your leading goal scorer in the last few games has gotten more penalty minutes than shots. <laughs> Four penalty minutes in the Boston game, two in this one. So six penalty minutes, one shot this game. Yeah. I think he had all of two in the Boston game, maybe. I thought I thought they'd be a lot better rested. I thought they'd be a lot better, you know, more of a team coming out of the break, but it just looks like they're gonna go right back into that that nosedive that they always do when they have a long layoff, and this is the worst time to pull that crap. Mm-hmm. It really is okay. because there's 28 games left, 27 now, I think. And by my count, Caps probably need to win at a bare minimum if they want to qualify for the playoffs. Mm, I'm thinking 17 of them. And that might that might put them in a decent position. Man. I, it, it, it's not happening. That's not. And I get, I get another afternoon game back to back. I get it, but I, I did not see much of an effort in this game. We, we clamor about a sixty-minute effort. I don't think I saw ten minutes of effort this game. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I know. That yeah, was harsh. Did, did I mean? Am I wrong or am I wrong? I mean, no, I, I get you. I. I've always defended coaches. I don't know if removing Laviolette is the issue or if it's just this. Well, I don't, I'm not saying I'm not saying get rid of him now. Because right. I, no, I, I'm, I'd I'm, like to think eventually he can figure it out. I'm just saying his tactics recently. Right, right. I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, like, he, did, he did change up the lines and they did better in this second, I guess. Maybe I mean, second yeah. half of the third period, but yeah, but well, I but I get it. it's it's a little uh, too little too late kind of thing. But it's but I just I don't know what to say about the team because I feel like you know when someone scores, it's like ah oh, yeah, and they're all together and it's so great and whatever. And but it's like, is it the injuries? Have they just gotten too old? <laughs> um, you know what the hell? Because now like I don't know because he didn't come. I didn't I. He got injured. I don't know if he came back out. He did. He did. Okay. So he was there, but it was like, all right. So we don't, you know, we don't have Carlson. We don't have Tom Wilson. We don't have Nick Dowd, you know, and like the list goes on and you want to keep saying, okay, next man up. But we're, but that's not consistent. You know, it's just like, it, it, it's not, it's not happening. I mean, it's not, it's not. And I'm going Go ahead. Uh, well, since you're going to say Protus, I, I, just to start with that, when I went to the, the Pens game, we had, uh, you know, we were in like 108, so we were sitting with a, a lot of um, the people around us were season ticket holders, and these, these two guys that were in front of me were, they could not have said more shit about Anthony Mantha. It was crazy. And so, like, you know, and that's the game where, you know, he dropped the gloves and whatever, but they were like, 
ruthless that he's, you know, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't know what he's supposed to, you know, like he, he's not playing as well and on and on and on. I mean, ruthless. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I can, you know, I can kind of see that. Like they, they want expect more from him. And then today when I saw like, oh, he was a, a healthy scratch because of an illness. I was like, I don't know that I kind of called bullshit on that. Let pro just ride the next couple of games because I'm also annoyed with Mantha, <laughs> you know, so like I haven't finding myself, but it's, it's just been interesting to hear that, like these guys weren't, um, they were just, they were not holding back. And, and I kind of, it was very actually funny to hear because the, the things that they were saying, but I'm like, here's guys that sit at every home game and expect something. And I know, you know, Robbie Gross, like, you know, we all kind of were like, oh, Mantha, this guy's going to be great and, and whatever else. And he was, and he gets injured and he comes back and it's like, okay, well, you know, knowing that a lot of other players are injured more severely and you've come back and we need you to step the fuck up and you're not playing at a hundred percent. I feel like he's given maybe 70%. And that's, that's where things get frustrating. I think that there are players out there like Sonny Milano who give a hundred percent every night, you know? And so it's just like, there's just not the across the board. They don't have the desire for it right now. And, and it's, it, you don't want it to be too little too late. Cause my God, they won. It was a luck that they beat Boston last night who were coming up against in the next week and having to go up against Carolina and Tarasenko going to, I mean, like, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen, but it, it, if we don't get our shit together, like they're not having a big old come to Jesus moment in the locker room right now. Um, I don't see how anything is going to change and, and we'll be lucky if we make it in the playoffs and, you know, like 17 wins doesn't sound like, like, yeah, yeah, it's totally doable. Apparently not. Because <laughs> we can't consistently win. <laughs> no, so, no, no. Right. Uh, how do we? How do we beat Boston? Who's got what? Like eighty-one points right now? Something like a totally. Oh, no way! Nobody, nobody's catching Boston. No, <laughs> that that's not happening. And we beat them, but we can't beat a team who's like sixteen, twenty-eight, and whatever with, with in our own arena. Like, and I, and I get it. Like, hey, okay, back to back. No, I don't want to hear the back to back shit. You had two weeks off. The majority of you were hanging out at the beach in Florida. Good. You should have. But then you come back and say, oh my God, I've got two games back to back in less than 24 hours. Suck it up. Suck it up. So yeah, so I'm like just on a, on a whole like, uh, like, remember a couple years ago, you and I went through and we did uh, an episode where we did report card grades. We're at that point. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm not going to. Yeah, it, it's good that you brought up that point. We don't have time to go through the whole team, unfortunately. Of course but, not. Um, I'm not going to say any, we, we, we talked about Mantha. Uh, no, Mantha has not lived up to his potential <laughs> or his contract for that matter. Yeah. But I'm not, I am not going to put this on one guy. Oh, no, of course not. I'm just saying I just thought it was interesting that without these guys were just, I mean, the whole 60 minutes of this, of this game versus the pens, they were ruthless against him. And I was like, wow. Okay. And you know, you hear it and, and whatever. And then, I just haven't seen him do what we expected 
I feel like, I don't know, I'd like to see Protus more. Well, okay, so so let me get through that part of it first. It's interesting you mentioned them both. I haven't been impressed with either one. Um, and I don't know if, I don't know if I've mentioned this on air before, but they're they're pretty much the carbon copy of each other, except Protus is is uh, somewhat younger. Mm-hmm. Is, is the only difference. Uh, both of them are big guys that yeah. are supposed to have some skill, especially around the net, and sometimes display that skill, but for some reason do not want to use their size at all. It's like they're afraid of something. The both of them. They are both soft and timid around the puck. They do not use their builds and their sizes to create room. And the way this team is built, that's how that's how they've been winning games, at least in the, the recent and distant past. And now you got two guys that don't want to do that, don't want to follow that mold. And, you know, it, it's it's like, oh, oh, excuse me here. You can have the puck. That, that's pretty much how they both play. I am not impressed with either one of them. Now, right now, obviously, out of the two, Protus has some upside because he doesn't cost as much. And maybe he can be taught how to play a, a, a stronger game. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not confident in that, but he, it, it's possible. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I get it. I get the, I get all the, uh, the negative talk about Mantha. I do because, you know, a, a lot of, yeah, he came onto the team with a lot of expectation. I didn't think he was going to be this 40, 50 goal game breaker, but what I saw of him, I thought he would be a solid second line player that would make the difference in a lot of games and, you know, be a physical presence at times. I have seen the physical presence part is, is yeah. zero yeah. of that. Absolutely. And he started, uh, you know, offensively, he started very well, but I don't think, I don't think he has had anything of a decent game since the second month of the season. And, right, and, and now, he he, <laughs> and then he got, you know, well, then he got benched is what he got it, it uh, about a month ago. And then he realized, uh, okay. Um, all right. Um, you know, he did, he did the whole, you know, confessing alcoholic. Okay. I, I know what I did wrong. I need to, I need to uh, fix that. And you know, like a relapsing alcoholic, uh, he didn't, he didn't do what he said he was going to do. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. I, I think uh, that this illness thing, um, yeah, somebody's pulling shenanigans here because LaViolette said something about, oh, I got stuff to deal with in, in the locker room again, which is, I think we can take as code as, yeah, um, I I got to uh, figure out how to put my foot up somebody's ass. Right. And and maybe bench them, yeah. To figure out how to handle a guy that's not responding to what I'm doing with him, and and maybe sit him out. And I think that's what really happened. But you know, it's it's he's had many chances to prove himself, and he hasn't. And I think benching him was the right call. 
Um, unfortunately, his his contract is too big to immediately get rid of unless GM can pull off one hell of a deal. But I I don't know. It's 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 not just him though. It's it's a lot of guys that exactly. It's a lot um, of guys that are passengers. They they are just happy to be on the team, and they are not putting out the effort. And I think everybody has forgotten that they are all professionals, and they're not. They're being played to pay, paid to play hockey, and they're not doing it to the best of their ability. No, well, that, again, that's just it. Like I see the enthusiasm of other teams and I don't know. We just, we're just in a, we're in a they're, dark they're, place right now. And they're it's in just, a funk uh, right now. And it, it's, it's yeah. going to take, I don't know if they've had it, but it, it's, it's going to take a players only meeting or something like that. It's yeah. there's, there's no, there's no fire. There's no enthusiasm. There's no gel. Um, I'm seeing, you know, as good as the defense came together for, whatever they did during this game and, and during the Boston game for sure. You know, I they I guess they figured out that part, but when they have the puck and they gain the zone, I am seeing nothing but confusion, yeah. uh, timidity. Uh, they're scared of hanging on the puck. Um, they don't want to push the attack. They're, I, you know, I am seeing nothing of a team that wants to win a game. Well, I think, uh, yeah. And I, that's the frustrating is, is we're not seeing, we're not seeing the drive. We're not seeing the, exactly. We're, we're just, we're not seeing it. And, and that's a shame because, you know, so many of us want to, and, and I think that towards the beginning, you know, everything was about like, Oh, the grade eights, you know, chase to eight ninety four and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, even that has kind of fizzled a little bit because, it was such a huge focus when they were like in a good place and, and it's still obviously talked about. I mean, like I was there for eight twelve, and I will forever remember it. Um, but like, okay, that is just kind of taken the back burner. And then, you know, Oshi coming back, the vibe was exactly what we wanted it to be, but then it didn't last, you know, like the you know, and it's like, what is it going to take? You know, we've got Backstrom back. Who's always a good, like, calming force on on the team but it's like i I don't know what it's gonna take and and it's just you know everyone pointing fingers and there's just you know there's too many things going there's too many things wrong that that yeah it is time for the for these players to get together and call each other out because that's what's gonna matter not when a coach calls you out as much as when you're teammates call you out well and, and i think i i it's killing me to say this but i'm i'm going to repeat something I, I i mentioned uh i think uh, last year i i think unfortunately they've gotten to this point where the the their their culture is is built in where they're used to so many people being injured that they're all scared of being the next person to be injured mm-hmm so what they're doing, what they're going to do is play enough to put out an effort, but you know, not so much that they risk getting hurt. And that that's not going to win you any games. And mm-hmm. you know, it it kills me to say that because I'm basically saying, hey, look, you know, you guys have quit. You guys, you guys are, uh, you know. 
cashing it in. And I don't want to call them out on that, but you know what? I am because that's what I'm seeing. And I'm not the only one who sees it. And if, if you're that scared to get hurt again, maybe you shouldn't be playing. Right. And if that is what is happening, then, you know, it's maybe it's time to start getting rid of the passengers. Now, the trade deadline is March a, few, 4th, right? a few weeks away. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be very interesting, but I, I don't know. I, I'm hearing talk that, you know, it might be time to mortgage the future for another shot at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope they don't do that because I think they've got some younger guys that are showing some promise mm-hmm. that are definitely the future of the team. And well, <laughs> we said it last year, the future's now it, it right. has to be, it, it, it has to have, they have to have their due like now, because this, <coughs> is, the old, this is the oldest team in the league, right? They, they've got nowhere to go, but be, get younger. And I, I don't know, it, it's it's killing me, but the, it, it might be time to start letting go of some of these older guys and, and you know, start playing the younger guys a lot regularly. Now, when Milano and Strom were signed to their extensions, it, it signaled something towards that movement, but I I don't know. It's it's like now now they've got their contracts and everybody's game is, is going south. And I, I wish I wish somebody could figure this out because I'm, I, we're just fans. All right. We don't, right. we're not, we don't have our hands at the wheel. Okay. It's, this is management's problem. This is a coaching problem and this is a player's problem to be sure. They need to figure out if they want to win and have another kick at the can. And if they don't, then I mean, I, I love I love Ovi, but you know he's going to have to live with the fact that the rebuild has to start sometime or later, and it right. may have to start with the last year of his career, the last years, and he just might have to, he just might have to deal with that. And if he doesn't want to deal with that, then you know maybe start getting to your team and let them know that this is unacceptable, and maybe he will, but it's. You know, it's 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 hard to watch. It, it's gotten to be too hard to watch a team that once upon a time could score at will and is barely putting up 20 shots a game. Mm-hmm. And you are not going to win games. So come the trade deadline, they're they're going to have to decide if they're they're selling or buying. And, and it's the next few weeks are going to be very very interesting. Yeah, to say I the agree. Least. Um, speaking of which. So their schedule, and you mentioned this already. Um, okay, so what's it look like for the Capitals? Oh, jeez. All right, so Valentine's Day, uh, you mentioned Carolina. So the uh, Caps have two more games at home. Tuesday, Valentine's Day, 7 o'clock puck drop against Carolina. Thursday, another game against Florida. And then back down to Carolina uh, Saturday, that's the Winter Classic game, I believe, or not the mm-hmm. Winter Classic, the outdoor game. Outdoor, yeah. Um, down in Raleigh. Um, and then uh, Detroit, back at home for three, another set of three, Detroit, Anaheim, and an, a matinee game on Saturday against the Rangers. And then they close out um, February against Buffalo. Uh, oh God! It's another weekend back to back. Oh my God! Um, th- this is not going to end well, I don't think. 
I, I think I think what you saw this weekend is exactly what you're going to see that weekend. Yeah, uh, but that that's not going to end well. And then that's on the 26th, and that that there's no more games until March, and then they have one more game. Uh, they start a West Coast trip, um, uh, California trip, Anaheim, San Jose, and uh, the Kings. Uh, Anaheim's our last game before the deadline on the third, and yeah, um, it, it's going to be very, very, very interesting. And yeah, it's I don't know. I, I hope they can get it together and, and prove that they they want to go for another shot at it. But what I'm seeing right now, I'm I'm not optimistic. And you know, and I hate to say this, but if they're going to start winning games the way their offense is, folks, prepare for a lot of boring, grinded out games. They're not going to be yeah. any games that that are going to end. 4-1 or 6-1 or anything like that. There are going to be a lot of hard-fought 2-1 games. And the way they're playing, I don't think they're going to be on the winning end of very many of them. I hate saying that, but that's what it's going to take, though, if if they need to win the majority of their games to hang on to a playoff spot. So that, that that's what it's going to take. Um, so we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, this is obviously our first full week um, um, in Black Black History Month. I was trying to get a, a guest on, um, but uh, lots of uh, conflicts. Uh, we will have a special guest on next week and uh, the remaining weeks to celebrate Black History Month. We celebrate the Caps fan here uh, at all times. So uh, everyone out there listening, you on the other side of the earbuds, the speakers, what have you, have an open invitation whenever you want in our weekly recording to come on. Um, but the uh, door is wide open for everybody, but especially our African-American listeners. We hope to have a special guest on next week to uh, have that, um, ha- have uh, have them tell uh, his or her story. So I'm uh, going to have that uh, as we do uh, for the rest of Black History Month and uh, next month for Women's History Month, as we always do. Um, okay, Mermaid, you have anything else to throw out there? I don't. I really would just, you know, I hate to be so negative, but I'm hoping for the best. I hate, I hate, uh, I hate it too. And uh, if if Fee McKinnon, who I'm tw- reading her tweet, is is optimistic, um, uh, she she just tweeted that uh, it was an ugly loss, but could have been worse. Uh, so if she's reserving some optimistic uh, sense, then I guess we all can too. There's there's twenty odd games left in the season, but. I, I think they need to start digging down and and deciding to, you know, be the better team most yeah. of the nights. And and if they if they can do that, then they've got a chance. But not if they put out this effort. They have to. Alan May just said if they if they keep playing, trying to play a pretty game, it's not going to cut it. So couldn't agree more there. <laughs> there you go. All right. So on this Super Bowl Sunday, we're going to wrap it up for the Mermaid. This is the Blue Liner on Point signing off and reminding you that. Well, health should be a concern for all of us. So uh, I visit my doctor regularly. The last time I did, doctor handed me a cup and said, you're an eight. I said to them, well, thanks, but I thought I was a six out of 10 at best. Mm. Nope. Hallelujah. And let's go caps. Go caps. This has been another episode of the Power Play Point Podcast. All episodes are available from Apple Podcasts, 
the Podbean app, blueliner77.podbean.com, and now available from Stitcher. Music by Joe McAllister, voiceover by Jeffrey Conkle. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Power Play Point Podcast. Thanks for listening.